Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we are covering no cringy shower scene, but a lot of cringy Zoom content. What it actually means to be stood up. Oh, yeah. And some weird celeb couples. Oh, I love it. And this is episode 254. Let's go. (laughs) Woo! What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode. Shout out to our listeners out there. For shout out to you if you're a first time listener, of course. Um, you know, it's been it's been a week of love. Um, you know, since the last episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, you know, so V, I kind of want to know what's been going on in your life. How is everything? Yeah, week of love um included many facets for me, if you will. Uh, I got to do a. Uh, heels dance class with my dance instructor friend she choreographed a whole thing to needed me um by rihanna and it was really fun um she always does this around like valentine's day every year so it's kind of like you know that sexy kind of dance content. i love i love that song i love that song too it's one of my favorite rihanna bops same um, and then I did a little girls night um, and I also got to catch up with my friend Amy, which was always good. And then we did our belated Valentine's Day over the weekend where we did like a whole make a dinner together. We made like this chicken parmesan. We made this cake that I actually just had a leftover piece of earlier because technically the day that we are recording right now is Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras. Uh, so, you know, I'm trying to trying to get that food in Hell yeah. today. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, we had a lot of fun making all the stuff in the kitchen together, my, uh, my boyfriend, Sean and I, and yeah, so it was definitely a, a week full of different amounts of love of different people in my life, which we love to see. Love, um, you know, <laughs> say love again. Love. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, what I, about you? <laughs> I did. I did Valentine's Day. I think I talked about it a little bit because we had celebrated that morning um, when we were recording. But then I went over afterwards and she had uh, cooked me amazing steak and vegetables and potatoes and stuff. And it was just yeah. nice. And, you know, roses and candy. I was just like, man, this is awesome. I love Valentine's Day when there's love, you know? Love, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I now know what you were going through. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that was cool. Um, you know, another Valentine's with my boo. And um, it was a good one. And um, that kind of, you know, it's been a busy week of, you know, class and acting and auditions and stuff. But um, our, our mutual friend, Ray, um, hit me up on Saturday morning like yo what's up I'm like yo what's up and he's like let's go see Ant-Man tonight and go grab dinner and stuff so I ended up having like a impromptu like double date with Ray and That's TM um, at Wrecking Bar and then we went to go see Ant-Man and Dolby and I actually I actually liked it so um, really I'll ta- yeah, I'm intrigued I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more in, in uh, our later segment of what we're watching but um, so yeah that was a fun night and then um, Sunday was like an all all day acting workshop with the agency that I, I want to sign to. So, um, and it went really well. I feel Yay. like, yeah. Um, I mean, they always go pretty well. I feel like, um, especially in this one class I take, um, but we'll see, we'll see some, some, some cool things are happening in the background. So, ooh, um, ooh. yeah, but, um, yeah, so that's, what's been going on, but you know, enough about us, you know, enough about us. I, Fuck I, us. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk <laughs> about some things here. I have some thoughts about this episode of the bachelor. So, uh, oh, why don't we get into what we like to do around here? You know, it's that time to talk about bachelor stuff on our show. <laughs> yes, but YouTube, before anything, I'm going to need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content, just like this. And if you just did, oh man, huge shout out to you. Ooh-wee. 
yeah. air horns for you. Um, you know, uh, our our we got this is the point where we have to shout out our common crew, but hey. the common crew is like bubbling up. I'm loving it because the Nancy Drew crew is starting to grow, and um, you know they have officially um uh, got Marion SP in in the building. Yeah, they inducted her. Yeah. yeah, they inducted her. I'm just gonna throw Marty in there too, just because like that's my mom and <laughs> you know she likes online friends. So yeah, it I is. mean Catherine Ann, Chelsea Allen, Kathleen Kent, Marion SP, Marty, all the all the heavy hitters in the in the comment crew. Um, Nancy Drew crew forever. Um, but yeah, yeah, I love y'all and thank y'all for uh, you know continuing to party over on YouTube. Um, you could get a shout out on this show too. All you got to do is leave a comment and let us know you know what you think of this episode or that you subscribed or you know anything like that or just say hi. You know, um, it's as easy as that. But uh, yeah, so definitely find us on there. Um, v, we are here with what is this week five week of five. the Bachelor? Um, what a week! A, a very interesting week. But um, where do where do, week where do we start? Indeed. We're in so London. We're, we're in London. The girlies are running around using silly accents, you know, doing the thing. Is that They're, is that considered like? I mean, I know it's like the same race, I guess, but is that like racist? I don't know. I always I don't think it's racist. It's just dumb. It's just <laughs> dumb. I feel you. Like it could be discriminatory, maybe, mm-hmm. but also like you know, we 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 aren't even you know the Brits. I don't know. Whatever. I feel but, you. Um, I just thought I have I'd ask you know. But they, uh, you know, everyone, once again, everybody's like really dying to get a one on one because that is kind of the point. Mm-hmm. And Greer is really going hard in the paint being all like, if I don't get this one on one, like I told him how much I love tea. I have tea tatted on me like <laughs> high tea. That's the date for me. Tea. And I mean, she I- was she was doing this a little bit last week, too. But this week it was just seemed like she was like, she I don't know. She was trying to get wrist. The little tea tattoo. I think she was trying to get into the producer's ear. Right. Or something like just like like will it into existence. That She's she like, gonna- I love tea. <laughs> just in case anybody wanted to know tea. Tea. Yeah. But oh, tea? my gosh. Yeah. Anyways. um, So the, it ends up not being her. It ends up not being her. It ends up being Gabby, which I feel like is a nice like the producers being like, oh, sorry put you on a date that could have killed you with this shellfish. But like, I feel like this is their thing. And the date card comes from a butler and it says, Gabby, you are my queen, blah, 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 which we already know it's going to be some sort of Royal experience. And by the looks of it, even just like I could guess from the second they like got out where they were going and they went into a store. I'm like, we're going to get a shopping spray. We're going to get a shopping spray. So they start first by going to the perfumery of the royals and they make a scent together and they named it Zabby. Zabby. Zach and Gabby. Wow. Zabby. Original. So, yeah, so fun. Um, and then they get they meet up with some butler who used to work for, I guess, King, the, you know, King Charles and Queen Elizabeth II. And all of this is probably filmed like late, like probably not long after Queen Elizabeth died. So I kind of wonder what the vibe was while they were there. Probably was like filmed like a month or so later. Mm. Not sure. Um, so interesting to think about. Uh, they, and then they get to like play with these royal bloodline corgis, which... I wonder, like, if they're even, like, within the same... Like, what, what does that even mean? Like, what are the specifications? Are they, like, half royal? Like, what's going on? Um, don't know. But then we that's, get so that's to the, the real... Dog that, that's the dog that my um, stepdad that has. He's from England. Yeah, They corgi? got the corgi. So he, he's very strict about, like, wanting to have the corgi cut on it and everything. Oh, yeah. It's um, a thing. Yeah, I love is. corgis, Yeah, I, lo- I love her. Her name is Stotty. Oh, cute. <laughs> it's a cutie name. Shout out to Stadi. Love it. Yeah. The fr- I think that might be the first dog shout out on the show. <laughs> hey, probably. <laughs> you know, maybe, uh, but maybe not the last. Maybe, maybe not maybe the not. last. We've opened let the like we've opened up <laughs> the floodgates. We opened up the floodgates yeah. to dog shout outs. Uh, and then we finally get to the shopping spree portion where she's trying on the dresses. Like Zach's like, you know, trying to keep it together. We learn um, in, you know, in as a foil to when Clayton was our red loving dude, Zach is a blue lover. So we learned that real quick. Mm. Um, 
And, you know, she she kind of talks about how he's making her feel so beautiful because she has like body image issues and like how like her she feels really confident in all the dresses in front of him because of just like how he's reacting and everything like that, which like, I mean, bet whatever. Um, and then, you know, they do the obnoxious thing that they have to do every shopping spree date where they parade her back with you know, I think they have a bag per item. Like, I, they couldn't I'm consolidate that. I'm going to just go out that. and say that this is my favorite part of this episode was this, like, sequence of events. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, she comes back in with, like, a ridiculous amount of bags. Like, Literally what? a bag per item. Like, like it's like... How it's much like money do you think that was? Bringing out your order, like plate by plate, you get like a half of waffle on one plate, and you get another <laughs> half on the other. Like that's what they're doing with these bags. Okay, so you don't think it's just a lot of stuff? You just think it's distributed into different packaging? Yeah, and then they always they always seem to be getting like shoes lately. So like they got her like nice Jimmy shoes. Like there's always like one like high high end item because I feel like on each of the seasons recently it's either like a Louboutin or like a Jimmy Choo or something like that. So they showed her like the Cinderella thing. Yeah, it's very much so a Cinderella thing. Um, They show her like she's like going through all her stuff and people are ooing and eyeing. And you could tell like, you know, they're passing around like the diamond earrings and like Greer is like pissed (laughs) because like Gabby's describing the whole date and Greer's all like, this is my date to like my dream date to a T. And like she's like mouthing and whispering stuff to Charity because they're both upset and like but Greer is like not having it everybody else is like ooh, ah whatever like definitely like a little butthurt about it but like uh, handling it a bit better and then you know Greer just like gets up runs out of the room and is the crying hallway. in the hallway in it, a very cute like little leather dress outfit too like, oh no like, Greer Greer is is dope like as far as like fashion and stuff I feel like you know oh yeah she's wearing a cute little fit yeah and I'm all like damn girl um you know but all the girls like you can't help but see all the girls just be like oop like <laughs> oh I can't believe she actually got up and like she's making a statement here because it's not just like oh excuse me like, I gotta go use the bathroom or something it's like you know Cause all like, you know, even Gabby had to be like, I'm not trying to like, you know, throw it in her face or anything like, you know, and like the other girls are like, just enjoy your moment, girl. Like, it's fine. Like, obviously, like, blah, 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 which I feel like it's very girl powery this season, which like is okay. But also I'm like, I feel like they're laying it on real thick. And sometimes like this moment, they were all like, just enjoy your moment, girl. Like, enjoy your moment. Yeah, but I think. I don't yeah. know. Like, I feel like, it, yeah, there's that, but then there, it could go the opposite way because, like, it depends on who you're doing it for, you know? Right. Uh, like, which you know, I feel like Gabby was genuinely just excited and, like, wanted to share her day yeah, with the girl. Yeah, no, like, she didn't seem malicious, she was malicious at all. malicious at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think, um, you know, as much as, like, I've, I like Greer, like, you know, uh, on the show and, uh, I th- well, I, th- I thought I did. This episode was like, I, I, I didn't, everybody I liked, I ended up like not liking by the end of the episode. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of annoying. Cause like, you'll get like, you'll you, like, you know what it is. It's like, stop freaking out. Like, this is not the way you get a date. Like, you know, this, right. you know, it, it's just like, you got to stay positive and make the moments where you can and stuff, which was not yeah, this like, episode. And she's but. allowed to be upset, but like, yeah, it, it, I, I felt like it was a little bit of a, a bratty response to like stomp out of the room, go cry in the hallway. Charity like raced after her to try to like calm her down. Yeah. And what stuff. makes you think that like, what, like a, why do you think that you get it over anyone else? Like, you know? Right. And I right. don't know. There was just a lot of emotion. This because episode. She loves tea. Sai. That's yeah. why she thought she should get it over. Anybody. Yeah. Well <laughs> go find Kermit. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's just not fair to the rest of everyone else. Like, you know, to be acting that way because you sit there and, and you, you think what, like you're better than everyone else. Or like, you know, you got the first impression rose. Like, what do you don't think like girls felt that way about you on night one? Right. You know? So, um, I think it is like one of those things where you just have to be like, if I'm in this game, like, yeah, like girl do you and and ha- and this is your day be excited 
So when it is my day, y'all are excited for me. That's right. just the way it is. So she goes out in the hallway. Um, you know, I, I forgot. Ends up being crying like in front of Gabby's room, it looks like, because then Gabby has to come through with all of her shit to get changed for the night portion oh, of the day. Oh, yeah, that was so awkward. I was like. That was like, so, you know, they obviously set that up. That, like, there's no way that that wasn't set up to be like that. Like, no, that was that's not just, a coincidence. That's, just, that's, too, that's too much. That's too much forward thinking. Like, it just like. I think she just went in front of a, a room where she had to drop all the stuff and get ready, like, you know, and she double backed and made it even double the the awkward because she had to pass them and be like, oh, yikes, I know you're mad at me right now and upset, but y'all got to get up so I can get ready for this date and I got to get ready in that room. Um you know, if I was Greer, I would have got up and tried to move somewhere else, but she continued to just talk right outside I the know. door. I was like, what are you doing? Just get out of there. Yeah. But um, the rest of their date seems to go pretty well. Uh, you know, Zach is all like, you're gorgeous. I see you for you. Like, you know, I want you to see you yourself the way I see you kind of stuff. Like very, they seem very into each other. She does look gorgeous in that dress. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zach, uh, Zabby, um, Gabby, you know, I think it worked in this sense too, in this episode where like, I wasn't really feeling Gabby, but I did at the like after this episode, at least you know for this episode. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, she gets the rose, and she, you know, is probably the happiest girl this episode. She's the happiest girl this episode. Gets to see UB40 playing some music for them, and then oh, that was cool. Except UB40 was playing like a weird version of that song. Like, it, like it's more. Yeah. It's usually more reggae, and they well, were. Well, like, isn't that didn't. Didn't Elvis first sing that song? Yeah, yeah, but this was like a like an eighties nineties version that they covered right. it, and it's very popular. But it but was re yeah, you're right. It was weird because I was like, wait a second, like because I was like, it's definitely not like the Elvis version, but it's definitely not like the eighties version that I also know. Yeah, so it was um, just very bizarre. Yeah, they had like some like electro drums going or something. With little, it. Little, yeah, I don't know what was. It was the weirdest vibe for like how they were dressed and stuff. I'm like, what's going? And on? And also, UB40 for whatever reason, I never knew what they looked like. I, I would have assumed it was like a reggae like black guy so to see like a white guy singing that i was like oh you be 40 huh okay <laughs> um you know because they didn't have youtube back then i could go look it up now and probably see a video for them but um i never knew what you be 40 looked like so um yeah anyways um so that was cool that was actually a nice change though from like getting like country music and stuff yeah right? i will agree yeah, yeah. We'll take what we can get, I guess. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, so where do we go to next? So we get the we get the date card for the group date. Uh, people are upset about like Mercedes is upset about not getting the one on one because she's barely gotten any screen time. And that was another one. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. Oh, man, there's so many. I, I get it. I guess it can get emotional and stuff, but it's just like there were just too many. Her outburst was kind of aggressive for just like not getting the one on one. Like, I get it. Like, you're feeling a little desperate and you're like, when is it going to be my turn? And especially because as we get later into this episode, she definitely does get shafted. Mm -hmm. But um, but it, like, it's just an excessive reaction. Um, but, you know, so that's that they the rest of them are going on this group date. Zach sends a letter via Butler uh saying like that you know he's under the weather but he's sending them to enjoy the group date without him so mm -hmm. they get to do you know the full um double decker tour at first everybody's sad it's raining on them they're pissed and then they decide to like they're like if we're in london on like a paid for trip and we're like on this whole thing we might as well make the most of it plus i start drinking more and they just like are like running around having a good old girl's day kind of deal. Obviously they're all upset, but they keep, they keep being all like, they keep saying that they're being stood up. Like they keep at, at first they're all like, like, you know, at first they're all like, well, he was just fine for Gabby's date. Like, and he's probably going to be fine for charity's day because they're all like bitter that they didn't get a one-on-one. -on -one. But then, um, you know, they get, and they think that he's going to show up at the cocktail portion of this day. I mean, I, I would say I would kind of agree with them in the sense that like, dude, if you're sick, why are you making them get ready for things? You know, right. 
I agree. I agree. Like, why are they? Because they're all the the girls pulled out all the stops to get ready for this cocktail yeah, party. I was kind of pissed for them. Like, not even just the cocktail party, but the group date. Like, it's like. I mean, I'm okay. I would be upset if I were in their position about the group date. I would be upset, but I would be happy that they sent me on what was what a fun experience. Still, like, especially since I've never been to London, and I and it seems like many of them hadn't. Like, you know, just I'm just going saying, though, and- like as fashion people like me and you, like, wouldn't you be pissed off that like a, you specifically picked an outfit twice in one day to well, like yeah. kind of show off you to Zach? Well, yeah, all the girls are freezing their asses off because they dress like little hoes yeah. and they're in London and they're getting rained on and they're all like, I'm freezing, but I wear something cute. And now I'm just freezing my ass off for Zach to not even see it. And yeah. like, they're all pissed, which I'm like, I get that. But like a hoe never gets called and um i was just like but the whole fact that they let them get fully ready for a cocktail party like these girls did a full face doing a full beat doing full hair doing full like you saw they pulled out some of like the best like cocktail outfits i've seen all season long and then they're like just have another butler come up being all like sorry ladies like what the fuck that part yeah i'm especially pissed about that because i would be like what are we doing here I mean, I wondered if they could have had time to change into something different on the group for like the actual day portion if, you know, they but I think they were all just really hoping that he would just show up, but um um then they're all taking the petals from the rose, like they're all really upset, which I get. Like I I would be pissed too if you're telling me to get ready for a cocktail party that I've been waiting looking forward to all day thinking that, you know, my boyfriend that I'm sharing with like 10 other girls is going to be there. But like, (laughs) yeah, totally. So, I mean, this kind of leaks into, um, what, what's it called? The charities one-on-one, like people start putting two and two together, you know, cause they all come back and like everybody's confused. They're like, what's going on? Why are you guys all back? So, cause you could tell, obviously, usually if you're at a cocktail party, you're gone for later. And like, they're like, why are you guys, what's going on? And they have to explain. And Charity's all like, shit, like, am I not going to have my date? And uh, pretty much, Jesse. I, I don't know, man. I just feel like ugh, they should have been a little bit more um, like, I hope he feels better. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be going out. I, I First of all, I wouldn't want to be going out with someone that's sick. Like, even if they're right. not feeling under Me the neither. weather. I want 100%. I want to be making out with somebody that's ill. Yeah. I, I just want someone that's 100% in general. Like, you know, like, right. not just like doing it because they have to get through it or whatever. Right. So I feel like they definitely... They definitely like call with the cocktail party. They called it like standing up again, which is not true because like if you get stood up, you don't get told at all why. Like if somebody isn't coming, like they, you know, obviously for the first part they knew he wasn't coming. Yes, did they not find out until they already were there that he wasn't coming? But it's not like they weren't let know. Like it wasn't like they were like just sitting around waiting. Yeah. And, and wait. then they told him he got COVID. So it's like, Oh, this makes sense. Like this is a production, right. especially, you know? Right. And so, yeah, Jesse comes in tells him that Zach has COVID. Which I didn't get about why, why didn't, uh, Gabby, like they didn't make any mention of Gabby. Like, obviously they're probably testing these people every day. And so she probably well, tested I wonder if they, I doubt if they have as strict of a testing schedule now, but I'm sure once Zach was feeling bad, they tested him. And then once he was positive, they probably had to test Gabby and stuff too. And then I'm sure she, it, obviously she ended up being fine. But mm. um, I thought this was interesting that the producers were obviously playing favorites because they allowed Katie to bring him like a little gift basket and talk to him through the door, which I felt like was kind of a diss to Charity because, like, Charity was supposed to have a one-on-one date. And, like, she didn't even get that. Like, why couldn't they do... I, like, saw a tweet or whatever that was all, like, where was the creativity? Why didn't they do something like, you know, Love is Blind style and, had her like, have her do something, you know, like that for her one-on-one? Because... And or... Why do they even, like, continue doing, like, running the timeline at the same course? Because, like, that's, like, what I don't get. Because why wouldn't they just kind of, like, shut it down until he was good to go? 
and because they're on just, schedule, like they got to go to the next country and they got to go to the next. And thing. I guess they only have so many fucking beds at the next country. Yeah, because- I mean, it's just like let's get them better and 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 do what we can with this shit. Um, you know, I don't know. Like maybe was she just the only thoughtful one that was like telling her producer to go buy a bunch of shit for her and for him? I mean, I have to believe that she probably had a producer in her ear being all like, you know, what would be a good idea. Like, what if we like gathered up some, like, I, I doubt that she's the only thoughtful one. Like I doubt it, but I just, I'm sure. Cause like there's, you know, there's only so much that people can get or whatever. So, or maybe I'm other people did do it and they just showed hers like for whatever reason. I wonder. Um, but they did have that one scene of him. Like, I mean, which was set up as shit, but like, um, the camera down the hallway and him like opening a door and just pulling the basket in like it's a scary movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, this kind of goes to what I was kind of thinking. This was just a weird episode for Zach for me because I I've been pretty like, it's kind of funny because we were talking about it last week. Like I've been, I, I can't tell if I'm liking it. And this was like right. the first episode where I didn't like Zach. There was some elements of him that I felt like were coming out where I feel like because we've been getting one tone of Zach the entire time, I feel like obviously his frustrations and stuff came out this time because he was sick and he wasn't feeling well and he wasn't able to like do things. And like if you even think back to a couple of weeks ago, he like is he's really stuck like stuck up on the on the timeline. Do you remember like when he was like. Do, talking to I think it was Christina or whatever he's like the timeline or like whichever girl he's like the timeline of this is like so like quick like I can't, I can't be wasting time on this kind of drama and whatever so like he's hung up on the timeline and then like all this is ca- happening and so like he's especially pissed off and then you know we go into what's the first ever virtual cocktail party in it's kind of crazy Brooks. that this is the first one yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, so this cocktail party, they get to all go in and talk to him on an iPad, which which it's hilarious because they're all they're all like, oh, I can't see what I like, what I look like or where I am on the screen because of like, however, they had it set up. They had it so that they couldn't see themselves and that it was just like they were looking at Zach directly and it's wigging all of them out because everybody's used to using Zoom and shit now. And you, you're you used to, like, being able to see yourself in a little screen. Like, when we record this, like, I make sure, like, I'm framed, you know, well in the screen and, like, whatever. Yeah, like, I'm looking at myself right now. Right. Yeah. And so... I'm actually looking at two of you for no reason. I don't know why, but... Sometimes I do that, too, because sometimes I put, like, two of you up because of, like, how... Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. But... You know, everybody's like making comments about that. It's kind of funny. It's definitely like it's cringy with like these girls keep like kissing the tap, like the iPad. Like I'm like, what are we doing? You know what the cringy part is, is that they're not even like kissing the camera. They're kissing like the top of the iPad. So when they go in for a kiss, it doesn't even look like they're kissing Zach, you know? It's so weird. It's just weird in general. And it's just Mm. like it's 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 just weird. And you know, Zach's like, I've missed all these ladies, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it like, kind of makes dating a lot of women even weirder. Like, you know, because it it's like, what? Like, I got to go check in with my daddy or something like that. Like, you know. Well, it's just weirder. And especially because then he's just saying the same shit to each exactly. of them. Like, it's, it's especially like evident lit- that he's saying it's, it's the, the same shit It's the most that they've made, like, the Bachelor feel like a Hugh Hefner situation, even though it was, like, right. the furthest from that, really. But, um but yeah, well, this I is mean, like the first time I ever hear him like really saying like the exact same shit to each girl because he's all like, I can't wait to get out of here and give you the biggest hug ever like to every single girl. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, he's really coached, um, you know, so uh, Charity actually gets a little special gift, which was sweet because I do wonder if she's going to get another one on one date like, you know, um, after this or whatever it just it looks like in the previews it looks like she does in whatever next country or in a couple of countries in the future it looks like she gets her one-on-one day so really the big thing out of this was his conversation with greer this is like the biggest thing that kind of came out of this episode which was kind of like um the cherry on top of her episode that she's been having like no pun intended um and uh you know i think I mean, I, I was kind of not feeling Greer most of this episode, but in this episode, in this 
portion of the episode, I felt bad for her because I did feel bad for her too. Like I, I was watching it this morning and my girl was like reading a book and like she saw this part and I was like, Zach was like an asshole about that, right? He kind of popped, he kind of lashed out like I want to give him slightly benefit of the doubt because, like, he's been sick. He's been feeling some kind of way. But he, like, kind of lashed out for no reason in the sense that, like, she was just trying to make conversations. So, so explain what happened. Like, So they're talking and, you know, Zach's, like, she's asking him how he's feeling. Like, she's like, I I feel for you. I know this must be super frustrating. Like, we've missed you. Like, whatever. And then she's like, you know, when I got COVID, it was the end of a sales. She's like, I work in sales. It was the end of the quarter. And, like, I know what it's like, you know, to feel down and feel sick when you're, like, really trying to, like, you're looking for it and trying to work towards a goal or something. And, like, you are. so she's are trying in- to relate it to him. And then she was right. like, you know, I just want to know how you're feeling. Like, so she brought it back to him. Like, she wasn't, like, right. trying to. It's like- not like she was, like, trying to make it about herself or anything at all. She was just like, so I get how this must be super frustrating, whatever. And he's all like, uh, well, this isn't because he actually also works in sales. He works in software sales. And she's and he's like, well, this is like I wouldn't compare like me looking for my wife to end of quarter sales at all. But like, blah, blah, blah. Like and and it looks like they kind of have like a longer conversation because she's like trying to be like, oh, like I wasn't saying like I wasn't saying that. I was just saying like, yeah, I this know whole thing was be- cringy. I, I feel even weird talking about it right now. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know how that's like possible after like doing this for so long that this is like the what makes me like my skin crawl <laughs> the post out of everything. Which I feel like this goes to show how <laughs> different like talking over like even if you're like seeing each other through a screen, you still are missing a lot of like what like natural like in person conversation nonverbals and like things like that because uh, I just think, you know, I wonder if that conversation would have looked or seemed different if they weren't over a screen to each other and if they actually, like, were in person. Or could have started it with a kiss, but I guess this conversation wouldn't even happen if he was all right. So I think... And it also just makes me kind of go back to because he kind of badmouthed Rachel again in this episode. He did. Um, and it's been kind of like a common thing. Like keeps being all like, you know, I thought I knew somebody, but which I, I think didn't. is fair enough. Like in in the sense that Rachel kind of did it about Clayton, but mm. you know, it kind of makes me think back to their fantasy suites on Rachel's season, and like you know the way it kind of ended, and and. It's just like, yo, could he have like been this way with Rachel behind, you know, closed doors and stuff? Because the way it like the way it seems like to me is mm. that he is very, being very selfish. Like he's acting like this is like, yeah, he's the lead of The Bachelor. But like Greer is a person, you know, this is just as much her journey, too. And, um, right. you know, to act like this is like she could be at the end of this season standing at the altar with him you know what i'm saying so it's not just him finding this like you know it's like she's on this journey too to find love so that was like the part where i was like dude like like he had no self-awareness or something like it was really strange it just strange. felt like he easily yeah i kind of get what you're saying with the selfish bit like yeah also it's- like it's like like i just feel like any person with compassion would kind kind of like like not go into confrontation like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so many times where someone said something messed up to me where I'd like just to avoid the confrontation. Like I would just be like, yeah, man, you know, it's weird or whatever. And just kind of like try to like move on or whatever. But he like had to make it a point to like, kind of like embarrass her or something. And um, it just, right. it, it totally just didn't make me feel good. Like, you know, I, I was already like, you know, Greer's like kind of I, I just wonder if there was more to that conversation or something like I kind of wonder see. what went into. Yeah, I wonder if there's more before that or like what they were talking about after, because it seems like they then kind of talked for a while and he had like a furrowed b- brow that we didn't get to like hear all that was being said. But I mean, so she you know she seemed really upset and like she might not get a rose after after all that so she was i mean worried. it really didn't seem like she was going to like right. you know i've seen people i've seen girls leave this season for less <laughs> literally though so literally. um so yeah she's really upset and like you know is on a rooftop like you know and this time i feel like it's it's 
it's justified <laughs> her being very upset um, because it was an awkward conversation like on national television, you know, and right. and and she was just trying to be sweet. Like maybe it wasn't, you know, the best comparison or whatever, you know, um, but yeah, I just. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it could have been done a bit more tactfully, but also like they're both like upset like he's sick she's you know been like upset and like stressed out all week about like not being able to see him and like whatever like there's like they both emotions are high but i yeah i feel like there wasn't a lot of consideration from his his aspect maybe yeah so we go end up going to a virtual um, rose ceremony virtual rose ceremony holy cow um, so weird. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, I've been doing these like Zoom calls and stuff for callbacks and auditions for acting. And I was just like thinking, I'm like, I really wonder how this room is set up. Like they had to squeeze right. the girls together really tight so they could all be on the screen and everything. They had to go up and get the roses. I was thinking like, you know, why didn't they face the roses the other way? But like for TV, it's actually better to face the rose part towards the women you know because you right. see all the roses stacked up there but um yeah i mean it was just like you know he's calling the women one by one and um you know and they're like air hugging him through the screen yeah it was very strange you know <laughs> it just felt like very like some weird like uh post-apocalyptic future of like the bachelor gotcha. or something like that where yeah. he's like on another like spaceship or something like picking it was women. it was really weird and like honestly like i feel for kylie and mercedes because they're the ones that go home like they got dumped over zoom <laughs> Dude. that's awful that's awful i know i don't mean to be laughing but like it's it is it really is um you know <laughs> i don't know what to say uh you know greer was at the last rose and she when, rose. when he calls her up like she picks up the rose before even being like will you accept this rose she's like yeah i got this so i mean i did feel bad like i, I like kylie i thought she was beautiful and nice I thought, and stuff. Kylie, I thought kylie and mercedes were both beautiful but yeah i mean they definitely i didn't just, know mercedes that well so yeah i uh, mean i don't think either of them had that strong of a connection but it did kind of i feel like uh uh, Zach did like a pump fake with Kylie because like after her little cocktail party conversation, he was all like, I actually missed Kylie, like blah, blah, blah. And then like JK, not enough. Like, yeah, so. maybe. I don't know, man. Like some of it kind of makes me feel like he already knows who he's going to pick. So he's kind of really like not playing the other I'm women. Seeing well. the favorites more. It's like Katie. It's Kat. Um, I think Gabby solidified a spot up there. Yeah, I just think like he wanted to probably send Greer home, but like producers were probably like, "Yo, dude, you gave her the first impression, Rose. Like, give her a chance to go on a date or something." Like, and he's like, "All right, well, I did right. say nice things to Kylie, but you know, I'm not really feeling it, so I, I might as well send her home." Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's where we're left off with. Um. You know, we get this this preview of the rest of the season, which seemed pretty interesting. I didn't see much of Greer in there, but... Didn't see a ton of Greer, saw a lot of charity, saw a lot of people getting upset with Kat. Seems like she might, like, try to, like, kind of get some extra time with him before or after a date or something that pisses the other girls off. Brooklyn is probably the most vocal out of, like, you know, letting people know if they're um, getting out of line or something. Um, you know, what else did we see from the preview? Oh, we see, it seems like Jess, who's our youngest one, she's only 23. She's our sparkly girl. Uh, it seems like, you know, he gets real hung up on how she keeps like, it seems like he lashes out again because she's all like, you know, like I haven't got a one-on-one, -on -one, blah, blah, blah. And he's all like, this isn't about a one-on-one, -on -one, like blah, blah, blah. And so it looks like there's. Yeah, I in that like sense, I could kind of understand. That's how I feel about Greer this episode. Right. Like, it's like, dude, like, I, I, what do you want from me? Like, every, like, I'm not gonna make a decision that's gonna make everyone happy. You know, right. it, it's like if it's not you, it's somebody else that's gonna be pissed off at me. So it's like, stop thinking that you're entitled to a one-on-one -on -one date. Like, I'm trying to get to know you guys in in the moments where I can. Like, I'm just, it is what it is. So, um. Yeah, it right. doesn't seem like it looks like Greer like walks out or something like that. Something. I mean, we get the preview again that they tried to preview for this week. 
last week for us where like everyone's like that's so fucked up i can't believe this blah 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 so i wonder what that is in reference to because we still don't know yeah so um and everybody's crying their eyes off i mean that's what they do uh well yeah so uh you know we'll be back next week with uh week six um hopefully it'll be a little bit more uh entertaining than this week's episode but we made it through it v do we have any other stuff happening in bachelor nation yeah so uh what used to just be jared and dean's podcast help i suck at dating has be they have done a very smart rebrand where they're uh adding kaylin you know dean's fiance um and they're gonna call it help we suck at being newlyweds because jared and ashley i obviously are you know have been married for a little bit have kids and like are kind of more like have a kid and are like you know young parents and then dean and kaylin are on their you know wedding planning that whole journey so i think you know i thought smart smart rebrand for them to be able to you know continue on with the podcast in a way that makes sense yeah them. it's like yeah a sequel you gotta love a sequel <laughs> yeah. um and also <laughs> kaylin joins them so it kind of like you know gives her an outlet it, it, it it's also smart you know i the reason why i i even sent it over is because i was listening to my pod meets world podcast and they're always like promoting new iheart podcast on there right and i was like oh shoot like you know i hear about chris harrison's podcast but then you know, I think it's smart. Like, you know, this trio of Bachelor alumni thing kind of works, I guess, in Nation. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, I'm excited to hear more. Um, Kaylin's kind of like, I think, been a lot more quiet and about herself and, and Dean since, you know, it all came out of like, you know, the receipts from Blake and all that stuff. So to hear it kind of like come back into the fold and be more vocal and stuff, I think will be interesting. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, what else we got? So there had been rumors going around that ABC was considering rehiring Chris Harrison because there was like, you know, dwindling ratings and stuff like that. But I guess ABC has denied that. Um, I mean, so- it would look pretty pathetic. Like literally pathetic for for Bachelor to come back. I mean, I think it would be a great ratings thing. You know, uh, uh, I think people would would watch it a lot. But a I lot also more pe- think they would lose a lot if if they have any like diverse audience left, they would lose it. If they have like any, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, I, I I think I think a lot of people. I think it would be a lot more people to come and watch the show just because they want it first of all to see Chris Harrison come back. I mean, I don't give a fuck. We barely see Jesse in these things and I couldn't care less. Sure. I mean, but you know how it is when people bring back people. I guess. I have excitement. no desire to see Chris Harrison back on my screen. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, apparently it's nothing you have to worry about then, V, because it's not happening, apparently. But they'd have to pay him a lot of money. That's they for sure. Because they like, paid him like millions of dollars to like hush hush to GTFO. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what we got for Bachelor Nation news. Like, um, you know, let us know what you guys think in the comments. You know, do you think like Zach was fair with Greer or do you think it was unfair? What what are your thoughts on that? Um, do, you, do you think do, they could have handled him having COVID better for some of these dates? Yeah. What'd you think about the virtual rose ceremony and um, cocktail party? Was that a, was that a move? Do you think they should have just let Kylie and Mercedes join for the next leg of the journey and just kick him off on some sort of, you know, other date situation? Yeah. Did you know what UB40 looked like? <laughs> I didn't. Just let me know. Um, <laughs> are you going to be tuned in to help? We suck at being newlyweds. Do you want to see Chris Harrison come back and replace Jesse? Or maybe they do something crazy and they have Jesse and Chris. Oh, uh, no, it would never work. Um, but yeah, so just let us know, you know, give us a follow shout out to all the new subscribers and, um, yeah, we love y'all. So see you next week. Um, V, uh, why don't we get into something we like to do around here? We call it crickets. What do we got? Yes. So we talked probably months ago about like Bruce Willis's health because he was, you know, uh, dealing with different things and he's been fully diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia, uh, his family has, you know, been posting different things about what they're doing to help him, you know, be as comfortable as he can. 
um, make, keep him active, make sure that he, you know, doesn't feel, you know, is doing the best he can in these situations. So sending, sending their whole family love. That's definitely a sad thing to see, like, you know, your, your dad, your, you know, grandpa for some of these kids and sure. stuff like that. And even that. just as like a fan, like Bruce Willis, like came with a lot of good stuff. Even when he Great was probably movies. going through this stuff, he was still making movies. Like right. I watched a movie last night that he was in that I felt like, you know, it wasn't like totally Bruce Willis there, but he's still able to do a feature movie. So, right. um, yeah, Bruce Willis is an OG legend. And um, it's very sad. So hopefully he's comfortable and um, can, you know, be around family and stuff. What else we got? So Richard Belzer, being who is well known for being a detective munch on SBU and things, uh, died this past week at the age of 78. Super sad, especially as it was just like within the same week as Ice-T getting his uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame star, where, you know, co-star Mariska Hardigay, um was one of the people who spoke at, you know, his ceremony for the star. And, you know, it's so Ice-T did a whole post about how it was like kind of a whirlwind of a week for him, you know, having that great honor and then losing such a great friend of his. So, yeah, um, I mean, if you guys are interested in like, like um, show universes and stuff, Richard Belzer's character in Law and Order is is like wikipedia his character because right. it's, it brings in so many different shows like he was like featured in these as his character and so as, many yeah same guy like across you're right across like a bunch of different stuff because i was looking at that yeah too. not just like law and order shows too it's just like a bunch of different shows like he connected universe so um very another great actor you know um passed away and um you know and con- i guess also congratulations dice t uh what else we got the internet is up in arms because Kendall Jenner has been spotted with Bad Bunny on multiple occasions in the past week. I think they were spotted supposedly making out at a club, leaving a restaurant together, supposedly coming from a double date with Haley and Justin Bieber. People are throwing a fit about it because people love Bad Bunny and they're like, you're with Kendall of all people. So, yeah, the uh, memes are it, funny. Like I saw one about her Pepsi commercial and stuff. Oh yeah, I saw that too. And like <laughs> people are referring to her as Candle, like in the comments. Like if they don't want to actually say her name, they're calling her Candle. Wow, um, that's so petty. I know. Um, you know, but Kendall's actually like so beautiful. I mean, yeah, she's a model. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, out of all the Kardashians, that'd probably be the one that I'd want. Um, you know, so. And she just seems like the most down to earth one, or at least like trying to navigate the Kardashian Jenner fame as as well as possible. I mean, she's doing it the more traditional route of being like she's a model, she does model things like that is like, and now she has like her own business is is eight one eight like like that's her like business. So, but still, like she's more more traditional. What is it, tequila? Yeah, it's the tequila. Man, Chris Jenner, man. And it's shitty, it's bad. I'm just saying, Chris Jenner is probably so smart, like, to get, like, her with, like, one of the most, the the biggest, one of the biggest artists out right now, Latino, you know, Latinos love tequila. Especially because she got a lot of backlash for, like, her ads and stuff for... Uh, for 818, because it's all, like, she looks like a colonizer riding around the agave fields, but, you know... (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, what else we got for quick hits? So Avril Lavigne and Tyga were seen hugging, leaving Nobu together in the same car. And I also just saw a, a, a post today that I guess her and Maud's son, who got engaged last March, are they have broken off their engagement and they're no longer together. Huh. So Tyga and Avril Lavigne. Tyga and Avril Lavigne. I mean, she's been with the dude, the like lead singer of Nickelback. She's been with a bunch of the lead singer of Sum 41. Yeah, like Mod Sun made a lot of sense to me for her. Like I was like, ah, aesthetic aesthetic aesthetics are matching. Her and Tyga? Tyga? I yeah, don't I don't. Under, I don't understand it. Like I don't know Avril must be a freak or something. That way, but I, feel like, I do like his music. I feel like Avril is a freak. I guess I she's don't going know. down the Madonna route. 
the share route. You know what I'm uh, saying? As opposed to going down like a Gwen Stefani route or something like that. Okay, well, Gwen Stefani's with, you know, what's his fetch, so. Yeah, you know, um, but anyways, uh, anything else for quick hits? Yeah, I guess like, which we could assume this since we saw Leo with some younger girl, but I guess him and Gigi Hadid are like officially over. And like one of the sources was like, you know, there are different ports in the points in their life. It's like, no shit. He, she's older than his usual type and she is a mom. Like he has no interest in her. So (laughs) yeah, we already knew that. No shit. Um, Well, uh, what made you go yikes this week, Veronica? So, uh, Tiger Woods returned to an elite competition for the first time in seven months with the Genesis Open Invitational, excuse me. And I guess, you know, at whatever hole he was on, he ripped a long drive that was like 10 yards longer than Justin Thomas, who was also at the same, like, you know, was working the same hole as him, was playing the same hole as him. And I guess what he did was he handed, he like gave Justin Thomas a tampon as he like, you know, was walking to like walking off the tee box as a whole thing, like being all like, you know, there you go, little girl. I shot farther than you. Like it was like uh, a whole thing of, he was like, oh, it was just a prank. But, like, to me, what 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 kind of prank is this? First of all, tampons are fucking expensive. What are we doing here? Do you know how much fucking, like, let's get, first of all. Second of all, wh- what is that, what is the prank trying to show? If you shot farther, are you saying that he's, must be on his period because he can't shoot as far as you? Which, that's also bullshit. What are we what are we trying to what are we trying to do here, Mr. Mr. Girl Dad? I don't know. Seems like a bad move to me, pal. So and I do happen to be on my period right now as I'm ranting <laughs> about this yikes moment. Oh, bad timing, Tiger. Bad timing. <laughs> yikes. Um, you know, I don't know. I I I it's a, it's poor taste. It's poor I don't taste. even get it either. Period jokes aren't fucking funny. So, <laughs> I mean, there could be there could be funny ones, but okay, that one yeah. wasn't funny. That uh, one wasn't. Yeah, that I, I could see how that's like. What are you saying? Are you making fun of other people with this prank? Like, what is a prank? Like, right. Anyways, um, yikes. Yikes, indeed. Uh, v, uh, I got a question for you. Um, what are you watching? Nothing of like difference really i've been keeping up with my shows i think actually i need to check i think uh summer house just started up this week or is about to start up the newest season but something that's been giving me a lot of joy that i've been watching and maybe i should just you know tape it or watch a full episode is clips of the drew barrymore show like drew barrymore is hilarious she's just like I feel like she forgets, like, because of, like, how she was a child actor and, like, you know, kind of went through it was, like, drinking and doing drugs and shit as, like, a kid and then, like, kind of came out of that and whatever. I think she sometimes forgets, like, who she is. She's kind of goofy. But, like, watching clips of her show, like, she's so funny and, like, she, like, freaks out and, you know, like, is starstruck by celebrities that are of lesser like tier than her and i just find that really funny and really cute and wholesome so it's been a it's been a bright moment to just watch clips of her show does she act anymore i don't really think she acts anymore huh um yeah i mean i think that is an endearing thing though like to step back and actually be a fan right looks like she's taking that role of ellen yeah and more more authentic her and Kelly Clarkson are like, you know, our, our daytime queens. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Cy, yeah, what have you been watching? Well, um, I said earlier in the show, I went to go see Ant-Man in the theater. I haven't gone to the theater in forever. Mm. Um, so we did it big. You know, Sam <laughs> did bring, it big. <laughs> yeah. Sam brings her her big purse and um, she went all out with the candy. And we're able to like just share that candy over four Every seats. Every girl has that big purse or like the big sweatshirt with the big pockets. Yeah, it's honestly kind of crazy that they just allow us to do that. To be honest, like you know, with how much movies are and how much uh, concessions and all that stuff, they're just like, 
yeah whatever bring in all your shit like we literally like, laid it all out like there was like bags of- it would be it would be like anarchy if they like started patting you down going into the movie theater being like excuse me ma'am let me see what's in your bag sure, like sure um but you know the, the the ladies were nice they let me and ray sit next to each other because like <laughs> we were just gonna be talking the whole movie like yo oh my god we were laughing so hard at stupid things um it was it was a good time so um i actually liked ant-man i think critics are going hard on it and um you know the things i'm hearing about ant-man that people aren't liking is that it doesn't really feel like an ant-man movie more of like a setup to kang and the future of the mcu and all that stuff and also the fact that you spend most of the time in the quantum realm and it's all just like cgi and stuff Mm, but that's what i've been seeing a lot of stuff around the cgi yeah but i mean if you're gonna see this movie you might as well go see it in dolby and up there in the screen dolby yep (laughs) dolby um and I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. I had laughs. I enjoyed the plot. There was action. And um, I was down for it. It felt like a like a Star Wars movie a little bit. Um, but That's kind of what I've heard. Yeah. I recommend it. I recommend it. It's been one of my favorite ones. Probably out of like... I actually went back and I actually do like Eternals. Um, but also Shang-Chi. Like that, those, those are like the only ones I really liked of, as of recently. Um, you know, I did watch Loki and all that stuff, which leads. I in- liked the show Loki a lot. Yeah, so um, they're coming out with the season two and stuff. But um, last night I, I started up, you know, with my actings going on and stuff. Like I was just like, you know, let me get into Entourage again. Ooh. So I was just like been watching Vinny Chase in the beginning now. You know, of, like, I love him in that fucking show. Yeah, so his much. acting, his acting stuff. It was kind of cool because it's like executive produced by Mark Wahlberg. And yep. in, the, in the beginning, I forgot that there was like this weird intersection, like meta thing where like Mark Wahlberg walks past them with his like crew and he's Vinny Chase walking by with his crew because loosely based off his life. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to see where like this journey goes with Entourage. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Journey, anything. he says. He thinks he's Zach Shellcross, The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know why in my head I thought it was like more of like uh, like him becoming famous, but he's already famous, right? Like in the first episode. So, um, but it, it's cool because like Ari Gold is in there, and now I'm trying to get signed to an agent and stuff, and it's just like he's his agent, and right. It's just a very interesting dynamic. So, Entourage, I'm rewatching it. Um, but why don't we get into our slapper of the week, you know? Whoa. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> yes. I've I've given in. It's it's going down because you know <laughs> There just isn't good music coming out. I was thinking that the new... I'm looking forward to the new Jonas Brothers single coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called Wings. I think um, so. I, th- I also think it's written by John Bellion. So, you know, yeah, they work a lot with him. Yeah, so I'm excited about it because I think it's going to be good. Uh, but uh, nope, that hasn't come out yet. No new music. I really try to find some new music. So... And instead, I came across a song that I used to love when I was younger. It's called It's Going Down by the Executioners, featuring Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park and Mr. Han of Linkin Park. And um, Mr. Han is like their DJ, the guy that does scratching in Linkin Park. Mike Shinoda is like the frontman rapper. Um, and the Executioners are a DJ group. And they did this song back in the day called It's Going Down. And it's just like gets me so hype. I've been listening to it on loop in the gym and stuff. So if you're looking for a great gym song, Hop on over to the Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify and listen to It's Going Down by the Executioners featuring Mike Shinoda and Mr. Han because it is one of those songs that just makes you want to work out, go harder, a little harder. Love that. Yeah. So check it out. Um, V, do you have any shout outs? Yeah. I wanted to shout out my best friend, Michelle. Um, my friend Katie and my friend Amy just been a been a good week of catching up with my gals and you know <laughs> learning more about their lives this past week. So oh yeah, shout, shout out, out to them. them. Um, I just another shout out to Ray and TM. Shout out to Ray for um, you know just thinking about us and and hitting us up and and getting us out on a Saturday. Otherwise, we probably would have just been chilling in. So um, it was a fun night. So shout out to them. <laughs> Yeah, so another week um, of your favorite podcast. V, do you have any plans for this weekend? This weekend, I'm supposed to be going to Athens on Saturday just for a quick little day trip in and out to watch Mizzou play UGA in basketball. 
Um, so we'll see how that all goes down. Should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, I don't really know if I have like I'm like looking at my calendar. Um, I think I've like my main plans for the weekend. Dope. Um, well, I booked this role of being a barista in this oh, film. Wow. So I'm going to be be like I got to look at my lines. It's just someone's name, actually. I'm just like you know Matt. And I give him his coffee or something. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. You got to hey, start that's somewhere. A, that's a speaking part. Yeah. Yo, I didn't think about it like that. And I have to show him my skills of being a barista. So right. You're making fake coffee. Yeah. I, I don't make the coffee, really. I got a Keurig. And um, that's pretty easy. It's just a pod, you know. So I'm going to have to be like shaking up stuff and stuff and trying to make designs in my coffee. But- like... Yeah. Like, like what's pulling with the- out the oat milk yeah why why so much whipped cream um anyways so yeah that'll be my weekend and um just you know a lot of other auditions and stuff i'm trying to get in so um yeah guys well that's been you know your favorite podcast future bachelor we'll be back next week and um my name is Sai. i'm veronica and we love you deuces bye